From up in the nosebleeds to down to the 50-yard line, wherever you watch the game, this is the place to sound off. Sports Talk with Jock on 770 CHQR. Wednesday night on Sports Talk with Jock, it's our night to talk a little Stampeder football. And tonight, it's a real pleasure to be joined by the Stampeder's most outstanding offensive lineman in 2019, a West Division All-Star. Of course, I'm talking about you, Williams. You, welcome. How in the heck are you, my friend? I'm doing good, man. How you doing? I, I tell you what, I'm, I'm missing football, uh, but I'm sure you are yeah. as well. Yes, sir. I'm missing it. I'm missing it. I mean, uh, just going out there and hitting somebody or just being around the guys is it's, it's weighing heavy on me right now. But we hopefully we get through this. Well, and 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 yeah, that, that's what all Stampeder fans are hoping for right now. Hey, I, I got to ask you. I I was in Alabama earlier this year in February. My daughter was in the SCC championships for for swimming and diving, and and I was in Auburn. Uh, very close to Phoenix City, but uh, t- t- I thought Auburn was a really nice college town. What's Phoenix City like? Uh, very small town, maybe 10, 10, 10 stoplights and, uh, there's a, a close knit community. Uh, not really much going on. Uh, like you say, you got Auburn, you got Columbus, Georgia right next to it. So mostly we have to go places to enjoy stuff, but I enjoy the small town. Yeah. You enjoy the small town. You still have family there, obviously. Yes. Yes. Mom, dad, uh, grandparents. And so we just try to stay closely knit together and, Make do what we have. Uh, you know what? That's uh, that's fantastic. Family is so important this time of year. And uh, I, I want to take you back to your to your football uh, uh, beginnings because you know high school. You 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 were a two sport guy. You played basketball. You played football. You, you went to college at South Alabama. Did did Auburn not give you a call? Did 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 did, did the big boys at Alabama not give you a call? Unfortunately, they didn't. I was kind of undersized coming out of uh, high school, so unfortunately, they didn't. But honestly, I wasn't an Auburn and Alabama fan growing up. Okay. I was over Georgia Bulldogs. <laughs> so uh, if they would have called, I probably would have would have been like, "Where's the call from Georgia?" So I, I wasn't too worried about where I was going and. Just made the most of my opportunity where I landed. So well, and, and you certainly did that. Uh, you know, parlaying it into the NFL and the Canadian Football League uh, as well. Were you a better basketball player or a football player? I, I think I know the answer. I believe I was a better basketball player. But, really? You know, <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, you know, kind of with the big guys, and they don't understand uh, how, how it. Well, the little guys don't understand what the big guys feel like when it's a basketball court around, you feel like you, you can do anything on that court So and keep up with the smaller guys. So I, I think I'm a better basketball player, but unfortunately football kind of <laughs> landed me here. You didn't get any scholarship offers for basketball, did you? No, no. Once I, once I committed to South Alabama for football, I kind of put basketball behind me. Okay, f- fair, fair enough. Hey, when I ask you to look back at 2019, the CFL season, you know, the, the Stamps were Grey Cup champions in 2018. Uh, you come into 2019, uh, you're on a little bit of a high, and, and, and Ucombray Williams is supposed to be the starting right tackle. Didn't work out that way because of an injury to Brad Erdos. You end up playing center for most of the season, although I think you started four games at left tackle. When you look back at, at 2019, how, how would you sum it up as, as a member of that team? It was definitely it was definitely a, a stressful season, as far as like we we weren't winning. We didn't have Bo at the beginning. 
We didn't have a lot of key pieces at the beginning. Lost a couple guys to free agency. Mm-hmm. So it was very frustrating because we, we understood what, what we needed to do to go win the championship, and we just weren't getting it done. So, honestly, I, I enjoyed it in the part of this offseason of just, just lighting that fire back under under me, and I hope it's doing the same to my teammates. And just let's just get back to this winning that we're used to and going back to this great cup. So it was a sick feeling uh, losing to Winnipeg, but we did lose to the champions. So that's a that's a pretty good way to go out, I guess. Well, if you're going to lose to anybody, you may as well lose to the champion. There, there's no doubt about that. Hey, I, I got to ask yeah, you, yeah. You're, you're kind of like a Swiss Army knife on that offensive line because you, you can play multiple positions. Uh, do, do, you, do you have a favorite? You know, would you rather play tackle? Uh, I, going through college, I played left tackle. I'm I'm comfortable out there, and but the last two years I've been playing at center, man, trying to hold the fort down in the middle and just bring that 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 physical dominant presence in there. So honestly, I can play anywhere, wherever coach need me, I'll play it. But if I had to choose, I'd say left tackle. Well, you know, and, and, and this year, you know, when we do have a season, and I got my fingers crossed, we're going to have at least a shortened season. The Stampeders did go out in free agency and, and sign Sean McEwen out of Toronto. Now, he's a natural center. So I, I don't think UW is going to have to play center this year. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, hopefully we get Sean in there. He can get in the playbook and, and get around the guys and get get used to the culture we got going as, as an offensive lineman. And he's a, he's a pretty good player. I think he was an all-star a couple of years ago in uh, – yeah, I'm excited to have him in that room. But um, hopefully I can hold it down at that left tackle. Uh, Coach Pat, he, he kind of he, he thinks I can play it at a dominant level, at a high level. So if he believes in me and he's one of the top coaches in our league, and so I can go out there and do it. Well, and, and the other thing, Ucombri, is you're, you're only 27 years old. You're in the prime of your career right now. And and, and, exactly. and, the, and the fact is, you know, you've, you've coming off a great season, coming off a couple of great seasons. You, you can only get better, I would think. I'm just, like you said, I can only get better. Just building off what I did last year and the year before that. I, like, I uh, I had the four games under my belt at left tackle, and I felt comfortable. I, I made a few mistakes, but it's football. If you're not making mistakes, you're not out there playing hard. So hopefully I can get get in that position and, and dominate. Yukonbury Williams, a special guest here on Sports Talk with Jock. It's Wednesday night. We always like to talk a little Stampeder football on a Wednesday night. Hey, I I, I, I don't mean to get serious here, but I think we should get serious for a second. I, I had Jamar Wall on last week. Not only is he your player rep, you know, he he told some real some real stories about you know Black Lives Matter and and some of the things that he had to go through, you know, as as a youngster and and even as as a professional athlete. I, I'm curious with you, Yukonbury, if you, if you don't mind talking about it, uh, um, you know that this is this is a world that we're living a COVID world, you know, the Black Lives Matter world that we're living in right now. I, I'm just curious, as, as, as a young man growing up in, in first of all, Alabama, Phoenix City, uh, did you have issues? Uh, yeah, I did, but I didn't let it get to me. Uh, I understand. One thing my, my parents held true on when growing up, they were like, you, you were in a community, but you don't have to be a part of it. So, uh, a part of the destruction and a part of the violence and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I grew up in a rough place, and uh, unfortunately my parents kept my head on straight, and I, I stayed a, a straight path. But as far as the Black Lives Matter movement, I understand all the protests. I understand all the everything that people are doing. And I just I think people just want change, and uh, they're just tired, and I'm tired too, being a, a black uh, a black male growing up, 27, you know, a young black male. So I think people just want change, and, and until we get that change, we, we, 
we're kind of running in place right now. And so once we get that change and once we get the, the little things, these protests going in the right direction, I think we can all just come together in love and move forward. Uh, very, very well said. Uh, you know, we're not perfect in Canada. You know, you know, we, we, we like to think we, we're on the right track, but uh, we've had uh, issues here as well. Uh, you never ha- have you have you ever had any sh- issues in Calgary? Uh, no, sir. Especially, well, not unfortunate, but granted, I haven't had any uh, situations of uh, racism or anything like that in Calgary. Uh, Calgary's a nice place. The people are, are there nice, and uh, if you stay out the right places and you just Go be about your business and stay out of the way. I feel like Calgary is a great place, and uh, I haven't experienced anything, and I love that place. It's like a home away from home, honestly. Yeah, you know what? I saw what happened in the NFL last week. You know, with with the twelve or thirteen players that that got together and and sent the message to to the NFL, and Patrick Mahomes is part of that. And and then and then Roger Goodell came up with kind of an apology, you know, to uh, to to Colin Kaepernick and 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 saying they they, yeah. they didn't listen. Oh, what did you what did you think of uh, the message from the NFL? Do you think they get it? Um, I don't think they quite get it. I, like I said, it's a long way to go, mm-hmm. and um, until we until we communicate better, what what we can't do is shut down with communication. We we got to talk about everything, and we got to talk about all the nuances of how people feeling about the situation. And so, I mean, the the, the apology uh, Goodell did was it was kind of mediocre, like you said, but uh, at least we apologize, you know. And so when, when we can get to that place of just understanding each other and understanding that we're not saying that one life is better than the other, but we're just saying our, our lives matter also. So it just, when we get to that point, I feel, I feel like we can move on. Yukonbury, really appreciate that. Yukonbury uh, Williams, a special guest here on Sports Talk with Jock. How optimistic are you that we're going to see at least a little bit of CFL football this year? Oh, man, I hope, hopefully, I'm hearing rumors of the, the shortened season, yeah, uh, which yeah. I don't mind. Take me back to college and uh, <laughs> to the 10-game, 12-game se- uh, season. So, uh, bet on your body, but unfortunately, I don't think we're going to have any fans. You know, the possibility of fans is probably pretty pretty uh, small. So, mm-hmm. hopefully, we can get those 10 games in and uh, we can do the hub cities. I'm also hearing about the hub cities, and so we can do that and, and hopefully get a playoff in the Grey Cup this year. Because uh, I'm putting in a lot of work, I hold it. I just want to go see it translate on that field. Well, and, and that's that's what we all want to see as well. And, and and it's interesting you mentioned, you know, hey, bring you back to your college days. And and I know I know Alabama is all about college football. And and we're hearing rumors now that college football and and you know how big the SEC is. You know, we could see stadiums at at, at half capacity. You know, could you imagine Death Valley or our Auburn Stadium or you know Bama Bama games at at, at half capacity? What what do you think? That would be like uh, honestly i uh it's gonna show who the two friends are and uh it's gonna show who's really about a, a game of football as far as the player standpoint and without being that fans a lot of a lot of players feed off that fan energy mm-hmm. and so it's gonna be tough to do but unfortunately everybody got to go through it you know it's not just one team or the other i feel like everybody has to go through this and it's going to be tough, though, to see that Alabama stadium half full. And like you said, that LSU, that Auburn-Alabama game, less than full capacity. It's going to be tough to watch. And so hopefully we can get through it, man. Well, you know, I, 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 I don't pretend to know a lot about your state, Alabama, but uh, because I was in Auburn, I, I got the sense that that Alabama-Auburn game is, is one of the biggest uh, things on the calendar a year. Is it, would that be correct? It, it, 
Yeah, with us not having like a professional football team, I think you either pick Auburn or Alabama. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's it's living down uh, Roll Tide and War Eagle out here, and people. I, I love to see it. I love to, I love to watch the game. Each year is competitive. Don't matter if one team's doing better than the other that year. It's just you never know with that game, and so I I, I enjoyed. It. I only went to go watch one time, so. Unfortunately, in my years here, in my 27 years in Alabama, so. <laughs> well, I tell you what, that that experience alone would be it would be outstanding. Hey, how close? Oh, have, yeah. How close have you been with your, your teammates? Are you know? Have you been on a few Zoom calls? Have have you you know? Uh, everybody's in every different state or you know di- different province here in Canada. They're they're all over the uh, all over North America. Have you been able to uh, stay in touch uh, too much? Yeah, yeah, we um as an O line we've been doing Zoom calls together and going over plays and just like we're in training camp about two hours a week. Not nothing crazy, just trying to communicate with each other, keep our energy up and spirits up. Uh through social media I've been talking with a lot of my teammates and um yeah, just seeing where everybody heads at and every, everybody had kinda got that same that same statement of man, I missed I missed the game and it make you appreciate, man, what you actually do for a living. Mm. And when it's kind of taken away from you, it, it put a lot of stuff in perspective in your life. So it, it, it surely does. It surely does. Hey, I, I, have you been able to work out? Have you been able to get to any training facilities? Uh, what's happening in Phoenix uh, City? Yeah, yeah, I've been able to work out. Actually, um, I'm close to Georgia, so Georgia okay. actually opened up a lot of their gyms, and so uh, I've been able to crank my work ass back up uh, these last couple weeks. And so I'm blessed to do do that. I know a lot of guys are struggling with that, trying to find a a place to work out and so for about two weeks i was doing the home remedies the home workouts and run around the block a couple times and you know it just it brought you back to those days growing up where you just go run up a hill a couple times because you (laughs) you feel winded at practice so i enjoyed it well, you know, it, it's funny. It, it was sort of making its way on social media. Adam Big Hill, you know who Adam Big Hill is, obviously, and uh, he was he was pulling yeah. like a he was pulling a sixteen wheeler. Can could could, uh, could you Combrey Williams pull a put a pull a big semi? Yeah, I probably could, but I probably can't find a semi that I would want to pull. I mean, he's a he's a beast, so I'm gonna let Big Hill have that. You know, everybody got their own different workouts, so I'm gonna let him have that. Man, he's a great player. <laughs> well, I tell you what, Ucombre, it's it's fun just to talk some football, uh, you know, and, uh, and and my fingers are crossed that we can maybe play some games in September. So, uh, thanks so much for your time tonight. Really appreciate it, and you stay well and stay healthy. Oh, oh, cut out there. Okay, uh, anyway, you Combray Williams of the Calgary Stampeders. Uh, every Wednesday night, we do talk a little Stampeder football. Actually, tomorrow night, uh, something a little special. Uh, you've been hearing the Stampeder Encore features all week long, presented by Truman Insurance, Tammy Truman and her team at the Cooperators. Well, uh, part of the partnership is, uh, you know, every couple of weeks, we're going to have a Stampeder Encore show here on Sports Talk with Jock. So tomorrow night, you know, we're going we're gonna to flash back a little bit on the Calgary Stampeder 2019 season. If you want to be involved, you know the phone numbers, 403-974-8255. It's almost going to be an extension of our fifth quarter call-in show on Stampeder football broadcast. Anyway, Greg Peter is not available to join us tomorrow night, but we will be joined by the voice of the Calgary Stampeders, Mark Stephen, and my co-host, my colleague on Stampeder football, 
Dave Rowe, who also does our sideline reports for Cowboys Casino. So uh, that's going to be happening tomorrow night from 7 till 7.30. And then at 7.30, we got a couple of weeks left of our NHL insider, Craig Button, for Valentine Volvo. So Craig will join us during the 7.30 hour tomorrow night on Sports Talk with Jock. Hey, a quick shout-out to our friends at Calgary Co-op because they are supporting the community champions. You heard another community champion recognized this morning with Andrew and Sue on our morning news program. Well, what we're asking you to do, if there's a community hero in your neighborhood, you know the person, the person that goes above and beyond, we want you to, to tell their story to us and, and share that story on our website, 770chqr.ca. We've been re- recognizing these community champions uh, for the last number of weeks. we got, you know, a, a, about a week and a half left to go. And then at the end of it all, uh, one lucky community champion from Calgary Co-op is going to receive a $350 gift card from Calgary Co-op delivered directly to their door by the 770CHQR Community Cruiser powered by Bo West Appliances. A little more football talk when we come back as Scott Milanovic. He's the new head coach of the Edmonton Eskimos. What's he doing in the COVID world? And then we're going to talk a little golf as the PGA Tour returns tomorrow. This is the home of the Calgary Stampeders. This is 770CHQR.